Welcome to another episode of Mental Health Mondays, where we talk to guests who are either professionals in the mental health space, advocates of mental health, or those that live with or experience a mental health challenge. And I am really excited to bring on my guests today, um, and we're going to have an amazing conversation. But as a reminder, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure you mash down the subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode. And if you're watching this on LinkedIn or Facebook, most likely you subscribe or follow our page. But if you don't, make sure you follow it and share the information with anybody that you think will, um, that needs this information really, because that's what we do. That's why we do what we do is so that we can get resources to those that need it the most by sharing guest stories. And so without further ado, I am going to bring on Deb. Thank you, Deb, so much for joining me today. You're welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor and a pleasure to even share our passions in this in this space. Yeah, absolutely. And I, uh, be honest, I totally kind of threw Deb in today because my my original guest um, had to have a change of plans. And so I am so thankful that you could jump on last minute. <laughs> absolutely. Flexibility is key for sure. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> well, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you again for having me. My name's Deb Geiger-Rockow, and I like to coin myself as the next level lady, but I help people discover and dissolve limiting beliefs so that they can advance their life, live to the next level, but also live a life they love. Awesome. And so with, I know, I mean, kind of with my background too, is a lot of those limiting beliefs that come up. Like what are those type of things that you see the most often? Often, Well, sometimes it's hard to even identify at first, Kelly, because we have a thought pattern where we think a lot of things in our head and then we talk a lot of talk to ourselves. And that's where some negativity can fester and build because then it gets into a subconscious. So our conscious is where we think, and then it gets into a subconscious where we just kind of go about our business in a methodical way, not even knowing why we do what we do. Until hopefully someone either connects with us, kind of cues us back in, sets us straight, but somehow we get back to a neutral ground of, hmm, asking ourselves, why? Why do I do that? Where does that come from? Mm, yes, I know that those creep in <laughs> more often than not. Right. Um, and what made you like, what got you into this work? That's a great question, too, because I have done it for years without even knowing, really. I have a I'm an educator. I have an education background. I have been in the schools, in the classrooms for years, the last 10 years of my education um career was in special education. And I was in the classroom and really loved being an advocate, really loved problem solving, but mostly helping everybody involved, family, students, teachers, everybody in the classroom, service providers. And it just came very naturally to me. So I loved being able to help. A lot of my friends came to me for advice. And again, just naturally it came out 
and then they would be happy. They'd walk away and call me back if they need anything else. But I could just see growth and I could see people being better in their lives and wanting more and getting more. And it just inspired me to keep going. That's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, one of those things that you maybe didn't plan on <laughs> pursuing, but as things start to unfold, it's like this journey that kind of just gets put in front of your face and you're like, okay, well, I guess this is kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. And I have a very much, I have a very big growth mindset. So it's, it's inspiring to me and I love to grow lifelong learner. So sharing that passion and my gifts with other people is so fulfilling in my life for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so growth mindset, I know that's something that I have this hair that's like driving me crazy. Sorry. I hate that. Um, <laughs> um, I know growth mindset is one of those things that we do and we don't talk about very often. I know it was introduced to me when I was in a corporate job and it was actually the first time I had heard it in all of my career. And I was like, oh, wow, like this makes so much more sense to me. So can you share a little bit about like, what's the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset? So if you think about a plant potted in a small pot, that plant is only going to grow as big or as small as its roots are allowed. So a fixed mindset would be a small pot but a plant needs to grow further. So it's either going to maintain this small or, or confined area and not glow, grow, or it's going to die. Mm. If you pot, plant that in a bigger pot, those roots will grow and flourish. And that underground growth then brings this beautiful blossom of what could be for sure. Growth isn't easy though. Growth, I, I tell a lot of my friends, um, hard is sometimes I think, oh, hard is bad. I don't want to do hard, hard. It's too hard. But hard is good and easy is hard. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, even with I like the plant analogy, <laughs> excuse me, plant analogy, because, and we were also, we talked about flexibility. Um, it's a lot of that. I mean, with a growth mindset, you have more flexibility. And ultimately I know in some of the practices that I do, the more flexible you can be, you actually have more control. And that's kind of, I mean, if you think of it in the plant terms is they have more uh, control to be able to grow bigger uh, when they have more flexibility. So I love that right. analogy. Thank you. And isn't it true though, flexibility kind of goes right along with vulnerability and vulnerability can be scary at times. I think of the growth story of a lobster though, too. Have you heard that one? I haven't. <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's and, and when I was in the classroom, we used to have the lifestyle life cycle lessons. So we have the caterpillars and we'd grow them up and feed them. And then we'd see them in their cocoons and the metamorphosis and, and the blood of the caterpillar rained down as the caterpillar broke free and was a butterfly. So they're really cool, kind of a similar analogy, but a lobster, of course, the body inside the body is really squishy, right? And the shell on the outside is hard. Well, what happens when they grow? 
they have to break out of that shell and have a new one. But they can't just break out in the middle of everywhere because then they're not protected. So they actually go down to the bottom and find a rock to hide under in isolation so that they can break their shell and still feel protected. So they're not too vulnerable for everybody. And then they rebuild and come back up. And now with us too, as we go through our life cycles, like we're a child or a toddler, then we get to elementary school. Of course, as a teacher, I go through those timelines, school, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, or whatever happens after life, after high school, we break our shell a number of times in our life process, whether we like it or not. And sometimes more when we have a growth mindset. Mm. I love that. I So two things that I didn't know about. One, with the butterflies and how like the blood that oh. I had no idea. Like I literally have not seen the transformation of butterflies. So that's really um, something that I can totally imagine. And then I love the lobster analogy too. And I also didn't know that, that they go down to the bottom and regrow their, mm-hmm. um, their shell. That's really, really interesting to me. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I think of the butterfly analogy often when I work with somebody that's right on the cusp of a breakthrough, because you can feel the tension. And and another thing on a side note, what I love to do is create the empathetic spaces to say, it's okay, it's okay. But when they are at that moment of breakthrough or that next level moment, it hurts and it's scary. And sometimes you just want to just stay in that cocoon. I don't want to do it. I just, I'm fine with status quo. I'm fine with right here. But geez, the beauty of that metamorphosis is amazing. Yeah, I know that. I mean, at least for me, I've had multiple of those times throughout life. And like I was saying, like coming from the corporate job and then I jumped into my nonprofit full time. And I was, it's one of those, I always say, take the leap of faith and I was like, I got to do this. Like this has to happen. And I don't know how the heck it's going to happen, but I've got to do it. And I did. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done. And then jumping into a business that you thought was really good base. And then you find out that it doesn't have a ton of structure because it was really just a side project for so long. And then you have to rebuild the business. And throughout that time, it's like breaking through those different things of, well, I really want to do this, but how do I get to that point? And then also, I mean, I just feel like there's so many different layers, especially as an entrepreneur, business owner that you have to overcome and figure out as you go. So yeah, I love those analogies, just thinking about the butterfly and the lobster and um, what is that next level that you're going to break through? Like, that's really, really cool. Yeah, trusting the process in that next level. And I know that a lot of people have heard the um, enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey. And I personally am like, I don't like some parts of the journey. But my coach, I, I hired, I have coaches of my own as a life discovery coach. I hired a coach and I love the way he said, find joy in the journey. Because you're not going to, you might not, maybe some people do, but you might not enjoy it all. And that's okay. But find joy in the journey. I like that too. Because it 
<laughs> it definitely are. I mean, the journey of entrepreneurship, business owner, all of that stuff is um, you think that it's going to go one way. And then most of the time you get like slapped in the face and are like, nope, that's not actually how it happens. And so it is it's finding that journey or finding the joy in the journey. I love how you said that because mm -hmm. there are those little moments that you're like, oh, wow, like I did that or, oh, yeah. wow, that happened. And you should be proud of those moments instead of, for me, what was happening was I was searching and searching and like layering and layering and layering. And then one day it was like, it was almost like the lobster, right? Like I had to go down and break through and be like, I've got to release some of this to be able to do this instead of all of it, because I can't do all of it. And so I had to release some things that were not serving me so that I could better serve like my mission and my purpose and all of that. And so it's like, literally, I'm like, oh, I'm just thinking about the lobster and I'm like breaking through and letting go and creating new so that I can hold on to what actually matters. So. Right. And letting go of, whatever perfection is. I don't like that in my vocabulary because we're all transforming and becoming new, I think, in our thoughts and our words and our deeds. So letting go of that, it's got to be one way, a perfect way before I get started. Like even with BCC Evolution, for your sister's honor, whatever you do is beautiful getting her name out, never forgetting to say her name, to have her in conversations. That's it. It doesn't matter what you do and how you do it. The mission is there. And look at how far you've come. How cool is this? Through yeah. it all. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I'll, well, I mean, it started as a passion project and then really transformed into something that I never thought would actually be what it is. So yeah, it's definitely one of those things that, and I love that you said uh, it's not about perfection because like I was telling you earlier, this show is definitely not about perfection. It's really about just getting the information out and helping bring resources to people that need it the most and or just hear the stories of the journeys and knowing that you're not alone through whatever you're going through. So Exactly. Um, and I shared what I do now, but if I may, Kelly, I want to share more of a personal experience with it too. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I grew up personally with a growth mindset. I was an athlete, anything I did in sports, I conquered, did great. So I was on top of my game a lot mentally and, and wanted to do better, get better, all of that. Um, but I can share this now with more passion and deep desire because I wasn't always here either. I had a time um, three years ago, four years ago, actually, that I reached my end too. I, I couldn't see the forest through the trees and perfection. Huh, I remember one person telling me one time, just get through the day. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. And I looked at her and I just did the smile and nod. And in my mind, I'm like, sweetheart, I am looking to get my next breath, to take my next breath. I don't even want to take my next breath. For you to tell me to get through a whole day 
that's not even possible for me today. And so even though I had people around me too, at that point, I couldn't, I couldn't pull from anywhere. I had one person that day, exactly that day that came to me and helped and, and kind of got me back on a path. But when you get to certain mindsets too, and you don't have either a basis or an outreach or community, and it doesn't have to be a lot of people, just listening to your podcasts, having somebody to call or hearing other people's stories helps you know, perfection out the window. Let's work on practical skills to get through either that next breath, take that next breath and that next one and that next one to get you to the next day, to the next week, to the next month, year, and so forth. But not only just staying at neutral, but getting to that next level. And I think that's what it's so powerful too. And I appreciate you and all you went through to get here because there's so many people that you don't, might not even know or will never know that are touched by just having this video this exact day or that exact moment. And that's what we need to remember is reaching out, calling a friend. Hey, how are you? Because mental health comes in so many different forms, so many different ways, different ages, different scenarios, different outcomes. And so creating that those empathetic spaces too, to say, I'm here for you. Not because I love this. Uh, this is my, my passion. Like you said, my passion purpose, because I get it. I've been there. I get it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's just important to remember that some people are just trying to get that next breath, right? It's not mm. about, and I, the words that come into my head is that false hope of getting to the next day, right? You don't know if it's going to be better tomorrow. Like we have no idea. Everybody experiences things so differently that we have to remember that too, is that my experience is going to be completely different than your experience. And everybody experiences, even if they're similar in nature, it's all different because we're all different humans. And so understanding just that like one thing, right? Like, and it literally could be one person in somebody's life that makes that moment that they need it the most able to get through, to get to that next breath. So right. thank you for sharing that also. And I think that's really, really important to understand is that even at the top of your game, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, um, you can and may have those moments that you're just looking to try to get through the next breath. Right. And the blood, sweat, and tears are kind of coming out. It may be hard. It may be something you're not. But through that experience, I am writing a book called 50 Degrees of Hope. And that's exactly what it was for me. It was, if you, and this is the, the, the title of it. If you think of the letter H, it has a little um, line in between it, right? If you move that letter or that line 15 degrees, it spells the word nope. Mm -hmm. So I went from hope to nope 
And then with that one person, and there were a couple of people around me afterwards, but that one person brought me back up to hope. Those 15 degrees of, ah, I need hope. I can do this one step at a time. So I would have never, I mean, I thought about writing a book, but I never had the content like I do now. And I, it's just life-changing to get through that with help, for sure, with help. That's awesome. Congratulations on Thank writing you. your book. And I love, I mean, that analogy, it's, yeah, you just move it 15 degrees and it's a completely different word. I actually um, made me think about, I volunteered at the TEDx event recently and one of the ladies on stage, she talked about the word evolution. And mm. ultimately, if you look at it backwards, it's, um, um, it's like you like love for yourself. <laughs> I'm like saying it completely wrong, but, um, if you turn it around, it's like how you love yourself. Ultimately you can break it down the word evolution, oh, wow. um, because the front half of it at least says love and then it's like self-love. So, um, I love the, the play on words and how they can shift. And if you look at them backwards versus forwards and, um, I think that's incredible that you're writing that book too. So I'm excited to learn more and see when that comes out. Thank you. Yeah. And I love, I mean, just being able to write a book and being able to get people to the next level and all of the things that you do. And I know we're, we're continuing the journey through the holidays right now and times can potentially be really stressful for a lot of people. Do you have any um, thoughts or tips or tricks that um, may be centered around holidays and getting to that next level? Yeah, they they can be hard times for the stress and the hustle and bustle, um, all the reasons, making sure you have the right gifts, maybe you've lost someone. So there's a lot of feels, a lot of feels, a lot of joy with a new year coming too. So acknowledging both sides of the, the tough and the good. Um, I think without having to do intense work right now, right, right here, I think honoring yourself is the first thing that comes to mind in these times. So if going for a walk gets you that refresh, <sighs> fresh air, exercise, go for a walk, listening to music, um, maybe even having your favorite dinner or calling a friend, reading a book, find that one thing, just one thing, simple thing that honors you. Now, I'm going to check this because when, when we hear the word selfish, we think, oh, that's bad. You can't be selfish. My mom, she was, she gave and gave and gave. She was a wonderful nurse. We, this is in the book, but when we'd go to the grocery stores, we'd see people around town. I'm from Iowa. And they would say, you know, Marianne, you saved my mom's life. Oh, Marianne, we love you so much. You did so much. She gave and gave and gave. So for me to be saying, be selfish, my mother is smiling yet turning over in her grave right now, because the point of being selfish is to honor yourself. And once you honor yourself in taking that time, you in turn can come become a better person to give back as well. But it's got to start here. 
And it's got to first be okay if it's a half an hour walk, if it's a, a week's vacation on the beach. Let's say that. <laughs> Whatever it is, be selfish. Do that one thing for yourself and fill you first with the goodness. Yeah, that's actually lately um, a lot of things that I've been talking about are really centered around like self-care, self-love, um, putting your own oxygen mask on like they tell you when you get onto the airplane because you can't take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself. And so I love the being selfish and getting the fresh air. I think that's really, really important. Another one that um, if anybody subscribed to the BCC Evolution newsletter, um, I put five ways to, to de-stress during the holidays and getting fresh air was one of those because you don't think about sitting in your house or in a building and the recycle there can actually be bad for you. Um, but I do also know the flip side of some people are like, if another person tells me to go for a walk, <laughs> I'm going to get really upset. So there's like both aspects, right? Um, but I think it's important to just remember that uh, to be selfish and it's okay to be that way to be able to give to more people. And knowing what it is, it doesn't have to be a walk. It could be the meditation, the time. And I heard something really cool recently because I love to, I don't read books. I listen to books because my learning style is auditory. So I read books through auditory means. I was listening to a book last week and he talked about starting a new habit. And sometimes it's hard. Like I'll try to start a new habit. And then the end of the day, I'll think, gosh, I forgot all about that. What is the deal? But he had great advice saying, um, stack habits. So if you're doing something regularly, you get up, you brush your teeth. When you brush your teeth, take 60 seconds, one minute to meditate when you're done. So stack a new habit onto a reoccurring habit that you're already doing. Mm, that's, that's a good, yeah. Cause I mean, I always, I'm like most of the stuff that I do online, like I'm a I'm a forever learner too. Um, but most of the stuff that I do is online now. So I do think about that even when I'm like in the bathroom getting ready. I'm like, well, I can listen to these while I'm brushing my teeth or doing my hair or putting on my makeup or whatever. So yeah, that's that's a really great point. I didn't think about it as stacking like a new habit on top of another. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Helps to remember. Right. Yeah. And memory can be challenging too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I would love if anybody wants to work with you or, well, first, um, anything that you want to share that we didn't talk about yet? Nope. I just am so thankful even to be here and I applaud you. And again, thank you for being in the industry and sharing your love and passion because we all need it, I think. No yeah. matter where we are. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I have fun. Mm -hmm. I love doing Mental Health Mondays and bringing on other people. And I love the synergy. Um, I know when you and I first talked, uh, there was a lot of synergy between what we do both. And I just love the collaborations and the potential of, you know, creating this resource for other people because maybe I'm not the right one for them. Maybe you are, You're right? So there's so right. many different people uh, that people can reach out to, to get resources through. Um, and if they want to work with you, how can they find you? You can find me at the next level lady.com. 
that's my website. You can sign up there. I love to do motivational talks. You can click right there, that link. Uh, so either talking in a large group, a small group, or one-on-one, -on -one, uh, whatever your need is, I'm very flexible, but also personalizing is important to me. So one-on-one, -on -one, small groups, large groups, or even uh, motivational talk as well. Awesome. Yes. And that her um, website is right below here. It's also in the comments. So if you don't remember and don't want to fast forward back to this place, you can always <laughs> look in the comments. But I think it is, I mean, it's important, all the things that we talked about really, like the growth mindset, how, how to get to that next level. Um, it's about your mindset and being selfish. Um, to be able to take care of others, you have to be able to take care of yourself. And um, again, I just love the synergy and how you help people get to that next level because it's not it's not glamorous by any means. It can be really, really hard and really, really challenging, but you don't have to go at it alone. You have people, yeah. mentors. I mean, even myself, I have multiple mentors. You have mentors, right? We're, we're coaches, but we still have people that mentor us because we can't do it alone either. And it's helpful to have people that can really raise you up versus break you down. And how do we do that? We can do it together. So um, I really appreciate you coming on, especially at the last minute to be my guest. And I'm so glad that we were able to do this now versus waiting. So I agree. Thank you. It has been my pleasure. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. All right, y'all, that was another amazing episode of Mental Health Mondays, where we talk to guests who are either professionals in the mental health space, advocates of mental health, or those that live with or experience a mental health challenge. And you can be a guest too. If you've been watching this for quite some time and you want to be a guest, there's information in the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube, again, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss another episode or if it's on LinkedIn or Facebook. And keep in mind, we are across seven different platforms now. So if watching is not your thing and you want to just, I'm calling, no, listen. <laughs> um, if you want to just listen, then you can go to, it's on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google Play, um, Anchor FM, uh, Amazon, and Audible. So those are the seven, seven, seven. See, not about perfection. See? Um, seven channels that you can actually listen and go subscribe to any of those. Just look up Mental Health Monday's podcast show. And a couple things I just want to bring up really quickly. If you didn't have a chance during Giving Tuesday to give to a nonprofit charity, of course, I would absolutely love for you to donate to BCC Evolution. But either way, please find a charity that you can still give to. Um, most all charities still have their fundraisers open. Tomorrow is also Colorado Gives Day. Unfortunately, BCC Evolution is not a part of that day yet because you have to be uh, incorporated or an official nonprofit for five years in Colorado. We're going into our fifth year next year, so I can actually sign up next year for Colorado Gives. But if you are in Colorado and you have a favorite charity that is a part of Colorado Gives, please donate because um, your support helps even the smallest charities, we need it the most. But there's a way that you can give to 
to BCC Evolution Now. We are doing our Climb for the Mind um, event next year. And if you didn't hear me talk about it, you can go watch last week because I did a whole thing on it. Uh, but ultimately, it is a climb that myself and my friend Philip Aronoff are doing. Um, we're going to be climbing the mountain in Salt Lake, well, not Salt Lake, but in Utah, 13 times up, down, up, down. Um, so you go up and then you gondola down, you climb up, gondola down. Ultimately, you are uh, going 29029 feet, um, which equals Mount Everest. So it's going to be mentally, physically, emotionally challenging, especially for me, something that I've never, ever, ever done. And I should probably start working out. Uh, but we need your support to fund that. And we're raising funds for mental health and suicide prevention education. So all you have to do is text this number, climb for mind to 44321. Or you can even go to our Give Lively page or just go to bccevolution.org forward slash donate. It'll take you there too. And if you want to find out more about this event, it's the 29029everesting.com. It is whew, challenging. And I am really excited to be able to showcase people's names, businesses. Um, if you are an individual and you donate $100 or more, you get the chance to put somebody's name on our t-shirts that we're going to be wearing that will showcase them. I'm also going to be collecting stories so that every time I go live while I'm on the mountain and before that with these shows, um, I will be able to shout out those people and give their stories as we go along. Um, if you're a business and you donate $1,000 or more, you get the chance to put your logo on the backs of our shirts so that we can showcase your business as a sponsor. So again, $100 or more gets a chance to put a name or multiple names on our shirt inside our logos. You also get to tell us their story and why their name is part of um, our shirts. Uh, so if it's somebody that you've lost by suicide, substance abuse, or another mental health challenge, those are the names that we're really wanting to showcase so that we can really support mental health education. And then again, if you're a business, $1,000 or more donations, get your logo on the back. So that's all. That's all I got for you. So thank you so much for watching. Make sure you come back next Monday, same time, same place. <laughs> Bye, y'all.